0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Unstuck with Hypnopunk, Transformation with Edge. And today's show is going to all be about success mindsets. These are the beliefs that successful people operate from, whether they're consciously aware of it or not. Now, I'm not saying that these beliefs, these concepts I'm going to offer up to you today, are necessarily true. However, when people act as if they are true and take action upon them, they tend to create better results. So please just simply let go of anything here being true or not. And just work purely on a fact of does it work for you and does it help to create you better results in your life. That's really for me what empowerment is all about. Now these concepts I originally learned back circa 2000 with David Shepard and the performance partnership on an NLP practitioner course. Um, I believe he originally learnt these from Tad James who undoubtedly learnt them from someone else and they put their little unique spin on them and how I've been operating from my own life and in my change work with my clients is with the principles that I'm going to teach you today but if you just grasp for these principles they can totally transform your life. Now When it comes to empowerment, again, it comes down to does this belief give me more choice or less choice? Does it enable me to get better results or worse results? Now, provided the information coming in, one, empowers me, two, gives me more choices, and three, enables me to get greater results, then I'm willing to take on the information I'm learning and act as if it's true to get the kind of results I want. And I'd urge you to do the same today. Now, the first successful mindset is something you may have heard about before, but perhaps I'm going to come at it from a slightly different way. And it's the success mindset of cause-effect. Now, it seems to be a law of the universe that when something happens, when something's caused or when something is created in the first place, it doesn't just tend to happen randomly or haphazardly without something creating it first. No, the question is, what side of the equation are you on in your life? Are you on the cause side or the effect side? Now, if you're on the effect side of a situation or circumstances of other people, or are you the creator of the things that happen in your life and in your universe, successful people tend to live on the cause side of the equation. In whatever whatever's happening around them in the universe, in their world, the circumstances or situation they tend to ask themselves certain questions so how did I create this what would I need to do differently to create things differently in the future what is there to learn from this event the learning of which will enable me to create things the way I want the next time around now how far do you decide to take this concept or this belief well the further you take it the greater results you create so one of my challenges is to you is in our podcast together in your work in the real world is to operate from this mindset the mindset of being a cause and think everything you experience is somehow your creation now that's really really easy to do if everything's going hunky dory in your life I get it but when things aren't going so well it's very easy to blame the economy blame another person blame the world blame the situation but you've got to accept the good stuff and the not so good stuff this is where real empowerment comes from. So why would you want to put yourself over in the cause side of the equation? Well, think about it as if you've got a choice for an instance. Once again, think about it, think about it as if you're on the effect side of the equation. So, Your experience at any particular point in time is the creation of somebody else or something else. The world's doing something to you. You're being victimized by somebody or something, and you are stuck with that, and there is nothing you can do. I'll share a quick story with you. I was working with a particular business, and what they said to me is they weren't achieving their sales goals. So what I said to them is, well, how do you do that? They said, well, it has nothing to do with us. It has to do with the exchange rate between the dollar and the pound. Now, what side of the cause-effect equation do you think these people, these salespeople are on? Of course. They want the effect side of the equation. Because what they were saying is the results that were creating, were the results that they were experiencing in their life, are actually due to something outside of them, something that's outside of their control. As in the exchange rate between the dollar and a pound. Nothing they can do about that, right? So now... What do they need to do to achieve their goals? Well, there isn't actually anything they can do. They just need to sit and wait and wait and wait till hopefully the exchange rate between the pound and the dollar change at some point in their favor in the future. Now, let's think about it the other way if we flip the coin. If somebody's at cause for the results they're getting in sales, for example, you could have certain sales targets which you're not actually achieving at this point in time. Someone on the core side of the equation will say to themselves, well, how am I creating, not achieving my sales targets? And what do I need to do differently such that when I do something differently, i achieve my sales targets? What is there to learn from this particular situation, the learning of which will enable me to achieve my sales targets? Now, we have somebody at choice there. And when you're at a core side of the equation, there's always something you can do to to improve the results you're creating. However, on the effect side of the equation, there's nothing that can be done, and there's nothing you can think of to improve your results. You're just stuck. And the whole point of this podcast is to become unstuck. Now, here's another example. I was working with a trainer that trained people who worked on oil rigs. And one of the things that he said to me was... Well, the problem is, Hypnopunk, everybody who works on oil rigs are really just stupid and slow, and they they just don't really learn very well. So I said to this guy, "Okay, that's interesting. I've met people who work on oil rigs, and I've found them to be, you know, fairly intelligent, fairly bright people, and (laughs) and not thick or stupid, any more thick or stupid than any other profession in the world. But this guy actually believed that people, that all people that work on oil rigs were thick, stupid, dumbasses. So I said to him, how do your trainers go with your staff? And he said they always go terribly, just, just really, really bad. They never get anything I'm teaching them. You see, he's actually taken a result of his training that he's created and putting all the responsibility onto his students. And because he actually has that belief that they're never going to get it, guess what? They never get it. So without being aware of it, he actually creates a situation where they don't get it on the trainings that he's trying to train them on. So really what we're talking about here is empowerment. And I hear that word empowerment mentioned, branched around more and more in recent years, all the time. Everyone wants empowerment, but I don't seem to see very much of it going on. So let me ask you, how do you empower yourself? Well, simply, empowerment is moving yourself from the effect side of the equation to the cause side of the equation. If that's all you do in your life, if that's all that I do with my clients, essentially you've given yourself or I've given you control back of your life to make those changes, where well, you just stop victimizing yourself and you take full responsibility for your life. The good stuff and the not so good stuff. That's success mindset number one, cause and effect. Now, success mindset number two is results versus excuses. It seems to be in life you either get one or the other, don't you? You either get the result you want or you have the reasons or the excuses for not getting a result you want. Think about it, has there ever been a time when you ask someone to do something for you? Let's say you ask them to get you a particular result to you by next Monday. And next Monday comes around and you don't have the result from them. What does that person give you that you asked the results for? What do they give you instead of the results you asked for? They give you all the reasons and all the excuses as to why they didn't provide you with what you asked for. Successful people don't accept reasons or excuses. People are less successful actually because they have reasons and excuses that they actually believe are true. Now I was once doing a training and a student Put up his hand and he said, Hypnopunk, I don't have any excuses. And I said, awesome. If you don't have any excuses, then you must always get the results you want. Is that true? No, he said. And I said, well, how do you do that then? What do you have instead of the results that you want in your life? The student said to me, good reasons. Now, in the world of success, there's no such thing as good reasons, because a reason, even if it's a really good one, prevents you from having a result that you want. Imagine that you put a cross through all your reasons and all your excuses, so you didn't have any anymore. The only thing that you'd be left with is what? Results. Success mindset number two, results versus reasons, very, very powerful, guys. Success mindset number three. Perception is projection. This was the first frame, the first mindset I ever learned. Very, very, very powerful. And now perception is projection. Really, this concept comes from the work of Carl Jung. And Carl Jung was one of the forefathers of modern psychology, psychotherapy, in fact. But where Sigmund Freud um, broke off and went in one direction, He's, he felt that your unconscious mind, or some people call it your subconscious mind, was, was very dirty and it was all repressed sexual feelings. That's where all your problems come from. Because you either want to have sex with your mum if you were a man or you want to have sex with your dad if you were a girl, the Oedipus complex or the Electra complex and that's where all problems stemmed from and the unconscious, the subconscious was very dark, very dirty and that's where all your, pr- all your problems or repressed feelings were come from. That was, that's basically the theory of uh, where psychotherapy was built from and certainly something that I don't subscribe to. Um, But Carl Jung, who was an understudy with Sigmund Freud, he, he thought well no, 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 I, I actually don't believe this. I believe it can be some of those concepts that you mentioned there, uh, Mr. Freud. Um, but I think your, your unconscious mind can be a very, very beautiful thing. It can be where all your memories, all your emotions, all your strategies, all your motivations, inspirations are stored, all, you've dar- all of your darkness and all of your light. And that's where they kind of broke off in two different directions there. And Carl Jung um, is a really deep guy, so I'd recommend reading some of his work but the concept of perception and projection comes from Carl Jung and what he said is everything you perceive that's outside of you outside in another situation whether it's circumstances, people or events everything outside you is simply a projection from what's inside of you. He said as soon as you become aware of it it's you. So in a way what Carl was actually saying is similar to cause and effect saying all you actually have to do What you actually have to do in this world, and around you, and with people around you, everything you actually see, everything you experience, is actually perception that's coming from inside of you. Now Now there's no way of actually knowing if this is actually true. There's no way of actually knowing what's really going on outside of you. All you have is your perception of the event. Your perception of what is created from that projection inside of you which is why you might have had this experience. Say you're going off to meet somebody in your job or work, and you mention it to somebody who sits next to you, and they say, oh, no, you're you're not going to meet them, are you? Well, I met them last week, and they were just awful, just not a good character, just very, very sleazy, didn't like that person at all. And you go along to this meeting, and you're just really dreading it. And when you actually get there and you meet this person, you realise actually a wonderful person and you get on really well with them, you get on really great, it's a wonderful meeting. And you go back to the person who's sitting next to you and they say, well, how did it go? And you go, well, I didn't know what the problem was. He was a really wonderful person, really fantastic at his job, we got on very, very well, very, very happy, uh, great. Yeah, we got on fantastic, got a great result. Really easy to work with. And this person next to you can't believe you're actually talking about the same person. Because you are actually talking about the same person but you're talking about two different perceptions of the same person two different people two different perceptions and projections on the same person i heard this story once that i found sort of interesting it was a story from california and the education authorities in california decided to do an experiment and what they did was they gave two teachers from the whole state of california they chose two teachers, and they said to these two teachers, we've been doing some research, we've done a study, and we've found that you're the two best teachers in the entire state of California. Of course, these two teachers totally were thrilled, totally happy, proud that they were the best teachers in the entire state of California, and the Education Authority asked them a question. We'd like you to take part in an experiment for an entire year, and what we'd like to see What happens if we put the best teachers with the best students from the entire state of California? So with the two best teachers from the entire state of California with the best students, what would happen if we put these two forces together? Just to find out what really was possible from education. And of course, these two teachers were absolutely delighted over the moon to take part of this experiment. And it went brilliantly. The results of the students, the pupils they got, results were phenomenal. At the end of the year, the Education Authority brought the two teachers in again to review the results. Now, of course, the results were, like I said, phenomenal, as you'd expect. Then the people who set up the experiment said to the two teachers, with a bit of confession to make, said, well, basically, we've got a bit of a confession to make. The children that you were teaching weren't the best students in the entire state of california we picked them at random some of them are really great students some of them had been thrown out of every school that they've ever been ever since they first started school the two teachers sat there and were rather smugly smiled and said oh well i guess it just goes to show what happens when you put these children in front of the two best teachers in the entire state of california and the two people that's how the research study once again said, well, actually, we've got another confession to make. We picked you at random too. And what had happened in this situation is that two teachers had gone into the class totally believing that they were the best teachers in the entire state of California. And they totally believed that they were teaching the best people and students in the entire state of California. From a perceptionist projection point of view, they projected success onto the students. So, what they had was two teachers who acted like they had the best students and they were the best teachers in the entire state of California. And so, in this perception of the people involved in the experiment, they created what was expected. So, here's my challenge to you. For the next couple of days, maybe until the next podcast drops, start noticing what you perceive of the world outside of you, the people around you, the situations Around you, the people you work with, the people you live with, the teachers around you. You read in newspapers, you see on the TV and start asking yourself these questions. So if perception is projection, so if this is me somehow, how am I projecting this onto the outside world? There'll be certain things that you'll look at outside and you'll say, that's me, that's wonderful, because I'm a wonderful person. That's why all this wonderful stuff's happening in the world. And there might be some other stuff that you look at and you go, well, I like this perception, this projection, mindset. It's okay, and I can see how all these wonderful things are me, but that's got to be someone else's projection, all these wars and terrible things are going on. That's not me. Well, unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. It's black, it's white. So there may be some things in your perception that you're not okay with, things you don't like, things you don't want. So if it's all your projection, what do you need to do to change your projection so your perceptions of the world outside of you change and the people around you change? This is particularly important in the relationships. One of the things Carl Jung actually said was you marry your unconscious mind. And we'll talk about your unconscious mind a little bit more in a moment but basically it's everything that you're not thinking about right now. Things that you're not consciously aware of. And Carl Jung said you marry your unconscious mind. Some people call it subconscious. So things that you project onto your partner, your husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend is actually stuff you yourself are most unaware of. And that can be stuff that you really like about yourself and it can be stuff that you don't like. But the real reason why your partner has the ability to drive you crazy more than anyone else on earth every now and again is because it's your deepest projections that you're projecting onto them. Now where most people go off track with this is in relationships is they think it's always their partner's problem. But in actual fact it's your projection. It's coming from inside of you. You may have heard the saying that when one finger's pointing out at someone, you have three fingers pointing back at you. Most people think that it's out there and it's not them. Whereas successful people in the world go, okay, it's all me. This is my projection. This is my creation. How do I go about creating things outside of myself? Well, I start by changing the perceptions inside myself so I can see the result outside of me And here's another reason you might want to do that, as long as you're pushing away your problems, you're also pushing away the solutions of situations, circumstances and relationships outside. You're pushing away the problem, but you also push away the solution. Because as soon as you pull the problem inside of you, you realise it's your creation, it's your perception, then as soon as you pull that problem inside of you, you also pull the solution inside of you and have more control over your life. So that success mindset is perception equals projection. Or as Carl Jung would say, projection equals perception. Now, the last mindset I want to share with you today is success mindset of responsibility for results. And I always ask this from my clients when they come in the office. Who's responsible for the results you achieve? I think you know the answer to that. A lot of people think it's my responsibility as a hypnotist, as a change worker, to put them into trance. Or, you know, another hypnotherapist or a change worker to do all the work. But in actual fact, it's absolutely not true. So go ahead, and if it's safe to right now, close your eyes. Now, who closes your eyes? Can I close your eyes for you? Well, the answer to that question is no. I say close your eyes, and you choose whether you close your eyes or not. Now, relax the muscles around your eyes so much so that you just can't relax them anymore. Now, can I relax your eye muscles for you? Well, of course not, I can't. Now, holding on to that relaxation around your eyes, try, try, try and open your eyes. Now, of course, if you follow the instructions and you've closed your eyes and you've relaxed them so much so you can't relax them anymore, and holding on to that relaxation, and try and open your eyes. Then your eyes don't open, they remain closed. But what happens if your eyebrows are bobbing up and down? (laughs) It looks kind of funny, but it feels great. And that's the first indication of being in trance, not being able to open your eyes. So the question is now, did I put you into trance? Well, the answer is, of course I didn't. I'm not there with you. I'm talking into this microphone that's attached to my head right now you put yourself into trance because you simply followed my instructions. All hypnosis is self-hypnosis. All help is self-help. The result you got was your responsibility because I can't create results for you. Now in these podcasts or if you're working with a change worker or whatever, I am or any good change worker is going to be giving you a series of instructions and ideas to change your mindset. Now, provided they're good at what they do and you follow those instructions exactly, then you'll create the kind of results you want out of your time together. And it will be absolutely enough to do with me. It'll be absolutely enough to do with the change work you're working with. And you'll have to blame your success on yourselves because I'm not there. I don't run your life for you. You do. I can only give you some directions to be able to create more of what you want and less of what you don't want. So Success Mindset is responsibility for results in your own life is completely down to you. So I hope you've enjoyed those concepts today and they really have been very, very powerful, again, in my own life and in my own work as a change artist with people. If you start to put those in practice, even if you just work with one at a time, And it may seem a little scary and a bit out of your comfort zone, but it can really give you those master keys to making that drastic, beautiful improvement in your life. It really, really can. Because rather than just giving you a cool technique that you can do, it's almost giving a hungry man or woman a fish. Great, that'll fill you up for tonight. But what happens tomorrow when you're hungry and there's no food around? What these concepts, what these beliefs, what these success mindsets actually help you to do, is to be able to become that hunter yourself, if you will, and go out and crack your own food, crack your own fish, be able to feed yourself, be able to do self-help on yourself for the rest of your life. I've been Hypnopunk, and this has been another episode of Unstuck, transformation with edge.